Hello, welcome to the Style Life Innovator series. Today, we're going to have a conversation with Dr. Robert Marks. And Dr. Marks is a professor of surgery and chief of the division of oral and maxillofacial surgery at the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine. He's a well-known educator, a researcher, and an innovative surgeon. He's pioneered new concepts and treatments for pathologies of the oral and maxillofacial area, as well as new techniques in reconstructive surgery. Dr. Marks, you've been awarded numerous prestigious awards and you've authored uh, numerous textbooks as well. You're a true pioneer in the field of oral and maxillofacial surgery. Thank you so much for joining us today. So, well, thank uh, you for the nice introduction and um, glad to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, and hopefully we could um, relate some new things for your, um, your group. I'm very excited, yeah, to share this information because uh, these are absolutely hot topics. So we're going to be talking about, you know, you've been a pioneer in so many areas, but as far as stem cells are concerned, what are some of the unique situations where stem cells can make a difference? And how do you use stem cells in your practice? Well, in medicine in generally, uh, there is a, an application in sports medicine and pain management. They've gone a long way. In, in dentistry and oral and maxillofacial surgery, which I'm a specialist of, uh, we use it in uh, cystic defects to regenerate bone without having the morbidity of harvesting bone from any other place. It also has applications in traditional surgeries like sinus augmentation, periodontal defects, and, and I use it in, in large trauma defects and tumor defects as well. Today, we can regenerate your entire lower jaw with stem cells and growth factors. That is incredible. That is so exciting. So there are so many different applications. So as uh, doctors are thinking about learning about this technology, how can dentists access stem cells? And is the harvesting painful for the patient? There, there's two ways. One with uh, PRP has a small amount of stem cells in it. So good quality PRP machines. And by the way, PRF and PRP are really one and the same if you have a platelet count of over a million. So one shouldn't get hung up on that terminology. But uh, the biggest access of stem cells is the bone marrow. And new devices that we've helped develop are able to get into the bone marrow under local anesthesia and harvest a large quantity and concentration of stem cells, usually from the tibial plateau. That's wonderful. So Clearly with anesthetic, they're comfortable during the procedure. And then how, how do they do afterwards? You know, how does that? Uh, how well, does that's the amazing thing that we're very proud of is that the patients have a uh, little of any pain afterward. Uh, it is an aspiration technique. So it's uh, more of a needle puncture than any open harvest that requires sutures to close. That That's wonderful. That's pretty phenomenal. So um, what other products are commonly used together with stem cells when you do these procedures? Well, remember what stem cells do. Stem cells originate new tissue and they need growth factors. So the most common one is recombinant human bone morphogenetic protein 2, uh, ACS. It it's infuses the commercial name, uh, if you like. Uh, it's what many people are using. That combined with stem cells and allogeneic bone, particularly particulate bone, uh, will regenerate large quantities of bone or small if you need it. Um, and a little caveat there, if you're using um, cadaver bone and it's cancellous bone, uh, be sure to use the size between 100 microns and 300 microns. That gives the best results. So in cancellous bone, cadaver bone, size matters. 
Yeah, that's so great. So you've clearly looked at all of the different ways of doing this and have come up with, you know, what really works very consistently. And uh, it sounds like it can be quite doable. So uh, some of the things that are so exciting uh, uh, in the news today is regeneration of a whole tooth. Uh, is that possible? And if so, when can you do that? Um, regeneration of a whole tooth is far into the future. Uh, it is possible. Uh, the problem is, is the timing of the release of the different growth factors in DNA, because I think every dentist will remember their tough uh, dental embryology course. You have to generate ectodermal tissue, such as enamel, and then that has to influence uh, mesodermal tissue to develop dentin, and then, of course, the, uh, the lymphatics and blood supply of the pulp. Uh, it's a big trick. It, it's as, almost as difficult as a liver or a heart. Mm -hmm. So that's far into the future. But what many groups are doing is harvesting the dental papilla from wisdom tooth removals. And those are looked at as some fairly primitive stem cells for actually medical uses down the line to maybe treat leukemias and, and other bone marrow defects. That's still in development, but that's one of the great lures of the promise of stem cells. It's amazing. Yeah, we're just really, you're pioneering this area, but uh, there's so much yet to do. So everyone's asking, well, how far in the future is this? You know, so <laughs> we uh, don't know. That's the problem. Pretty um, exciting, though. Yeah, yeah. So, um, how would you help doctors? How do you support clinicians uh, when they want to learn how to use these technologies in their practice? So, where can they go and what resources do you have? Yeah, our concept that this is very doable and learnable with any well-trained uh, dentist, uh, periodontist, oral surgeon. Uh, we teach um, courses, serial courses. Uh, I just have a little flyer here from one of them that we're giving. This next one is in Phoenix, if anybody can see it. Can raise um, it up a little higher so we can see that? Uh, yeah. Uh, this is through MECC, and, and uh, there's some phone numbers there to call, uh, meeting events consortium. So we're, we're teaching courses that include hands-on as well as lecture. Uh, and then I have another one, uh, which is a, a bone symposium uh, in Denver that people may be interested in. And that's certainly one that um, is also through MECC. That's my CME group. Uh, you can Google them or, or go online to find out when we're giving those courses. Those two courses happen to be in October. The one in Phoenix is strictly for dentists and oral and maxillofacial surgeons. And then the other one is for orthopedics, pain medicine, and of course, dentists as well. That sounds great. And they're coming up here right around the corner as well. So uh, that's pretty exciting. So people can still sign up for that. And we'll have all that information on our Stella Life website. Uh, so Thank you. We want to go ahead and, and uh, participate. It sounds like a great opportunity. And there's uh, lecture. Is there hands-on as well in these courses? Yeah, there's hands-on workshops for them um, with models. And, you know, we're looking at some live surgeries to, to do uh, in my experience, uh, the untrained person can do one right away with a little supervision. This is technically not difficult, uh, but and, and the product essentially is, is safe. That's wonderful. So in addition to courses, I know you have numerous textbooks out there. Uh, is there any that you particularly are you know, thinking at this time would be a good uh, resource for doctors starting out or... Well, I think that the uh, the major one is, is a relatively big one called Stem Cells by Myself and a Plastic Surgeon. Uh, this has uh, uh, been published. Uh, it's It's been very popular so far, but it's somewhat esoteric. It, it, it includes a, a good chapter by um, 
Myra Nevins, who's a periodontist, and myself are oral surgeons. So this is not limited to medicine uh, people uh, per se. It's Best Publishing. So if you look up Best Publishing, it's just called Stem Cells by Marks and Miller. Uh, then I do have another book coming out on the another hot topic, and that's the the thing that doesn't seem to go away, and that's drug-induced osteonecrosis. Um, here is the cover. That's going to be coming out by Quintessence. Um, they're my favorite publisher, mind you. Um, and it's, it's really clinically oriented to tell the dentist what to do when you have a person on some of these drugs that cause dead bone in the mouth called DIONJ. And probably for your non-surgical uh, dentist, uh, it really focuses on one of the previously unknown exacerbations of it and cause, and that's occlusion. So uh, I think that there's something there for the uh, person who's interested in preventing DIONJ, drug-induced osteonecrosis, related to splint therapy, occlusal adjustments, habit uh, management, uh, and, uh, and just relieving and balancing occlusions. It's much more important than we used to think. You know, as a longtime hygienist and having started out in orthodontics when I was a kid, basically, um, I've always had this terrific appreciation and respect for occlusion and, you know, treating periodontal disease. I think this is such a huge, you know, factor as well. So I'm so happy that you're addressing that. And well, you know, you're very I right in, in the, um, in several of the case samples I show uh, is that uh, poor oral hygiene and periodontal inflammation is one of the initiating factors of drug-induced osteonecrosis, and the control of that is very preventable. That and occlusal therapy can prevent up to 30% of cases that otherwise would occur. That's that's phenomenal. Yeah. That's well, there's a lot to learn here, and uh, now we know where we can go and, and get this training. So uh, I just really want to thank you so much for your time today and to share this uh, wealth of wisdom that you have with us and uh, where we can go to learn more. So thank, thank you everybody uh, for joining us today. Dr. Marks, I would love to have you back and have another conversation with you uh, as you know your research progresses and we can learn more from you. So let's do that in the future. And for everybody else, uh, thank you again for being here today with us. Uh, please join us next time. And until next time on the Style Life Innovators series, please stay healthy, stay safe and stay happy. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you, Dr. Mark. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure. Great.